Welcome to another episode of the Hammer Down Sales and Productivity Podcast, where we're going to make you productive and not busy. Addressing the needs of business owners and planting the seed for a secure future. Do you want your business to grow and prosper without sacrificing the freedom to live the lifestyle you want? Do you want to build a company that you can cash out and sell one day so you can retire comfortably or go after the next big idea? So ask yourself the following questions. Do I want to become far more successful and productive? Do I want to grow my business to the next level? Do I want a business to work for me or me to work for it? Do I want to develop a dominating team of employees? And do I want a business that is both fun and profitable? Remember, action, attitude, and approach. And we're here to help you with that. Good afternoon from sunny Central Florida, and welcome to another episode of the PNB Podcast, where we make you productive, not busy. And today's topic is going to be seven ways that we can help leaders enhance their confidence. You know, when somebody reaches a place in their career where they've earned the title of leader, manager, CEO, It's easy to assume that they must inhabit uh, the better than the rest of us. That the golden space that we yearn to know, which is confidence, and the golden space that is, in our minds anyway, the confident person doesn't fret about saying or doing the wrong thing or losing sleep or handling sticky situations and difficult people. Leadership and confidence go hand in hand, right? That's the question that we're going to cover today. That's not always entirely true. And in actuality, some research shows that the opposite is true for many. The more responsibility we gain or, or the grander the job title, the more we doubt our abilities and look to outside sources to model leadership a lot of times. That's why people like Tony Robbins and some of these other gurus out there have so many people that flock to them. Everybody needs somebody to set the pace of the pack. You know, when I approach a a coaching client, it's important to tease out of that person their experiences and beliefs about their own confidence. And while the coaching may be, you know, to develop specific skills, a client's confidence and beliefs about what it is to be a leader could work against the goals that they're trying to achieve and could actually hold them back. Moreover, our, you know, client's ability to, you know, gain trust and lead strong teams suffer should they show up as an inauthentic when basing their style on maybe a misguided belief or you know, are yearning to be like somebody else rather than, you know, finding their own path to confidence and leadership. You know, the good news is, is that coaches are uniquely positioned to help their, you know, clients bust through, you know, any myth held about being a confident leader. And when we have the coaching tools to help leaders enhance their confidence, it's amazing what could be achieved. And actually, what we cover or I cover in my company, there's two prominent myths about confidence, which is confidence is innate and you can fake it until you make it. And we're going to cover those right now. 
The first one that we're going to cover is the myth that confidence is innate. Myths about confidence abound. And one of the biggest confidence things that people talk about is that confidence is innate. You either have it or you don't. This myth is busted by all kinds of research showing that even those who we assume to be very confident, you know, those holding high-ranking positions of great responsibility, admit on many occasions that they are shaking in their boots, just like the rest of us. You know, people grow in confidence by doing and then learning. It's kind of like what they call failing forward. You have to believe you have the capacity to succeed. You have to take action on those beliefs to be willing to learn from mistakes, seeing them as stepping stones to succeeding. And you have to build your mastery through practice while learning through failures. It's just part of being a leader. People who seemingly lack confidence may hold a belief in their own lack of effectiveness, and they believe that they aren't capable. Therefore, they avoid challenges, which is a huge mistake. They always take the easy route. And then they go off and sit in a corner and dwell on their negative results. And that's not healthy. Confidence and human behavior indicate that confidence is linked to what we believe and do. So it goes back to one of my previous episodes, which are affirmations. I think affirmations are BS unless you take action on those affirmations. They go hand in hand. Action needs to follow all of those decisions in leadership, affirmations, confidence. All of that has to be followed by action. And that brings me to the next myth that you can fake it until you make it. There is a distinction between believing in yourself and faking confidence. In my opinion, those who fake it until they make it are actually working against themselves. When you feel inauthentic, you tend to also feel out of integrity. And this can feed your self-doubt as well. When you constantly second-guess yourself, your ability to make effective decisions and efficient decisions are crushed. So here are a couple of tools and techniques that I have my clients use to enhance their confidence. And one of them is, is I always go out to find out what my client believes about being a confident leader. Now, understand that, you know, my client believes about being confident leader and, and, and we tease out the distinctions. I always get curious, right? Where did their client, you know, where did their beliefs come from? How do they show up when operating from that belief? And what is the biggest sabotage that they feel about themselves, about their construct around confidence and leadership? Sometimes we have to explore what confidence is and what confidence is not. In my opinion, confidence is assertiveness, listening, creating structure and boundaries, speaking up more and being forthright and honest. Believe in self and in your capacity to master something. Taking action, you know, trying despite the doubt and taking a chance. Efficient decision-making, feeling comfortable, 
having an appetite for a challenge, right? Looking for that next thing to conquer and not letting difficulties and situations stop you from making an effort and taking action. Now, with that being said, I can tell you what confidence is not, which is aggressiveness, being pushy, being a jerk. Talking over, being, you know, blustery. Being condescending. You know, worrying about being liked and being nice. Now, that's a double-edged sword. Everybody wants to be liked and everybody wants to be nice, but there's also a fine line between being a pushover and appeasing everybody and getting stuff done. You know, ruminating, agonizing over doubts and internalizing on setbacks. That's a big killer of confidence. And then having desire, but not taking action. And then the biggest one, hesitancy. Analyzing paralysis by analysis, whatever you want to call it. When we're confident, those thoughts and judgments are likely to be supportive or positive. But it works both ways, doesn't it? When we're lacking confidence, those thoughts and judgments of what we're capable of are holding us back. So really, confidence is about choosing better thoughts, saying to yourself, I'm capable, and if I try this, I might fail. But I'll learn and succeed from that failure. But I'm going to go ahead and take the action to do that and not be scared to take the chance, take the leap. When you put your attention towards whatever that affirmation is, taking action, putting your attention to it, it's going to grow. Focusing on something with our thoughts does indeed make it more likely, but we have to take action in that direction in order to get a result. So we help our clients focus on thinking on their strengths and their capacity to meet challenges successfully. We have to identify values. Values are the foundation of confident action. So when I'm coaching a new client, we tend to begin with the values of identification and what is the perfect starting place to where they want to go. As coaches, we have many tools to support our clients in clarifying and living into our values. Helping your client identify, clarify, and then put their values into action in their day-to-day leadership is a powerful way to support the idea of hiring a coach in the first place. Practicing, failing, learning, gaining mastery, and many of the foundational skills that we teach, such as clear communication and listening, being forthright, engagement, trusting, and decision-making, not micromanaging. The research in confidence and leadership clearly shows that being in action is the key to building confidence. And when, you know, people feel like they're, you know, feeling good and they feel positive, they're showing up authentically, then they'll feel more positive about their abilities and experiences to lead others. Putting values into action is definitely a great foundation. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Hammer Down on Productivity and Sales podcast with me, Wayne Weathersby. If you liked it, please subscribe today on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And if you would, take a second and give us a rating or leave us a message. It would be greatly appreciated.